0: Oh my, hi Mike my Keith Anne and welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman, with you today. Did you get a long weekend? Because public holidays are important, uh, a mental wellness break, a well-needed rest time with family. But did you know this? A bunch of New Zealanders miss out on up to seven public holidays every year. If you don't work on Monday, that could be you. Also, it's been a long time coming, a second ferry service for Waiheke Island, we talk about that, and also this afternoon, we talked last week on Auckland Light Rail, the project possibly scrapped. Well... I thought, how is Sydney's CBD light rail coming along? Well, we head to Sydney to find out today. And the world's oldest dog dies aged 31 in Portugal. The secret, apparently, a long life with good food, fresh air, lots of love. So I thought, let's have a panel guest book today of the pets that have passed us by and have been a big part of Your life, text me 2101. Your beloved Bijan Freeze, that cheeky little chihuahua who used to give a little bath to every Wednesday. Let me know 2101. Email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me today, Alexia Russell, producer of The Detail. How are you, Alexia?
1: Good, thanks. Well, it's good and refreshed after a long weekend. Very
0: good. You look at you look at also today, uh, Andy McCombs, designer, communicator. RNZ's resident youth panellist. Kia ora, Andy.
2: Kia ora, Wallace. Great to be back. Thank very nice.
0: Me. Yeah, very nice to have you both here, uh, Alexia and Andy. Looking forward to your dog stories, both of you. So keep those coming, 2101. But let's kick off with this. So here we are, the Chapman family in Hamilton. Uh, to go to none other than the Hamilton Gardens. And we come across two kids who start talking to my little six-year-old, and they have been on this rock hunt. And we ask, what sort of rock hunt have you been on? Well, they produce two rocks. They're painted. Um, One includes the famous cartoon character Maisie. And they said, we've been Tron rock hunting. It's a bit of a thing to do in Hamilton. There are apparently hundreds and hundreds of painted rocks hidden everywhere, all over the city. So I had a bit of a dig, and I tracked down the founder of what's known as Tron Rocks. With us is Nukula Rankin. Nicola, welcome to the program.
3: Oh, kia ora. Thank you for having me. Oh. It's, um, it's a little honor. Thank you.
0: <laughs> well, the, the honor's all mine, because here these two kids, they produce these two rocks out of their pockets, and they're so proud. Yeah. They found them, goodness knows where, And as I understand it, you started this many years ago. Yes, many
3: years ago, back in 2016, so a little while ago. So so it's so nice to see it still continuing.
0: Why did you start? Tell us about the starting.
3: You know, to start, it was actually my twin sister. She lives in Palmerston North, and they had a thing called Palmy Rocks down there earlier than 2016. And she said, Oh, Nicola, you need to get this up in the Waikato in Hamilton. And I was thinking, Oh, could I do it? I just had my second child, and and he slept a lot, so I had time to paint. And, um, yeah, so that's how it kind of began. And I roped in one of my friends, Erin, to... um, help paint her. It took a little bit of convincing, but she agreed to do it with me as well. So that was cool. And then before we knew it, we met someone called Shannon, who had started a Facebook page. We didn't actually know each other, but um, we all um, met up up, um, via Facebook and created Tron Rocks.
0: How do you feel... After many years, six or seven years, you are on Nationwide Radio talking about this <laughs> tiny little hobby that you started. Now it's a Tron phenomenon.
3: It is, it is really touching, honestly. It's so cool. And, like, I'm a school teacher, and um, I brought it into classrooms. I often pop in, and we, we paint rocks. And it's, you know, it's a really cool thing to do it, um, it doesn't cost a lot of money and it just brings so much joy to people. I see remembrance rocks and uh, all kinds of rocks. It's so cool.
0: We have a panel with us, Nicola. Andy, isn't yeah. it a great little thing for, um, for a region or a town to get, uh, to get involved with? Something I, so simple.
2: I think it's so sweet, Nicola. That was a really lovely yep. story. Thank you for sharing. Um, my niece oh, also absolutely. loves collecting rocks, and every time I pick her up, it feels like she's grown by a couple of kgs, but it's usually <laughs> just the rocks in her pocket. <laughs> um, my, yeah. my question to you, though, is um, have you ever been around the city and stumbled across a rock that you've painted that you didn't put there, but you've just found again?
3: Absolutely. So Erin, <laughs> she runs our Facebook page and she often tags me because I often date my rocks. And and I know, and I'll, and I she'll tag me in the photo and I'll be like, oh my gosh, that that would have been made like two or three years ago. Wow. And it's so cool. It's really neat.
0: Alexia. So we, oh, sorry, Nicola.
3: No, 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 but I was just going to say, we always find them in different random places. Like sometimes I've, I've found some in the hospitals or
0: the zoo and the gardens. It's really just, They just put up in random places. I just love it. Well, uh, if you go to the website, rnz.co.nz slash the panel, you will find the two Tron Rocks that little Wallace oh, Jr. had. One of them was the cartoon character of Maisie. Neat little thing, yeah. isn't it, Alexia? The things that people do in their spare uh, In their spare time. We, the could, spare time. Uh, uh, we, we could have a... You should start a... Um, uh, a beach haven rocks.
1: I think I think someone already has actually because when I go walking on my little walking tracks, there's often painted rocks and things lying around. I think somebody does that in my oh. area. Do you, Nicola? Do you hide them anywhere in particular? Do you have to hide them very carefully? Not well. Well, sometimes like um, the gardens, had, they they had specific, quite
3: specific rules. They didn't want them too far into gardens, which is fair enough. And obviously, in the zoos, they didn't want them, you know, near the enclosures for the animals and things like that. But um, a lot of people go to the arboretum out that way, and and it's a beautiful walk as well. So a lot of people go out that way and and hide out there and and, and at the uni- uh, Waikato University. So that's really cool. So but, how, do, how do
1: kids know yeah. that? They're available to find. Like how do you spread the so word? usually, Well, honestly, the rocks just spread the words themselves. Word of mouth Alexia. Hash- yep.
0: It's all in the rocks.
3: <laughs> they just go hashtag hashtag Tron Rocks and and, they, and that's all they need to be said.
1: That's, <laughs> so that's gotta that's find what something to do in Hamilton. Yeah. Hey <laughs> yeah. none of that.
0: <laughs> I won't have a word against Hamilton oh. on this hair panel. We're we're yeah. we're a we're a pro pri- <laughs> Hamilton show. Did you know that, Nicola? Oh, I did. I did a little bit of research before I came on. Yeah, no, so we go there. If you've just joined us, um, we're talking about hashtag uh, Tron Rocks. We're talking to the founder who started uh, six, seven years ago and is still going. I guess the wider issue here is um, because the people we met who were going Tron Rock hunting, it was actually to get the kids out cycling and out Mm. and about away from the screen. So there's that wider message there.
3: Absolutely, and that was one of the reasons why I thought it would be a good idea to bring into Hamilton, and and it's just it's like a little hidden treasure and a little treasure hunt without you knowing, and it's it was it's really cool. It doesn't cost much money; you can just go and explore.
0: Have you ever thought of? Doesn't doesn't it doesn't seem like it's in your spirit of monetizing it? Yeah, because in the '70s when I was growing up, you know, pet rocks were a big thing. (laughs)
3: Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, I think the Tron Rocks, I just, I just think that the kids, they just love it so much, they just hold on to it and they just, um just like the Pet Rocks actually, so love it. they just love it.
0: Very good, Nicola, we'll keep up the good work. Well, you've started something, you're not really much involved anymore, are you? But, um, well no, done. not as
3: much. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you very much. Very
0: good, that's Nicola Rankin who started uh, Tron Rocks. What were you? What were you into when you were twelve, Andy? What would you do? Uh, w- would it be playing your Space Invaders calculator? Would it be jumping on the? I'm in my twenties, <laughs> Wallace.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe watching TV, still hanging out with friends. Yeah, no, no pet rocks. You're in your twenties. Yeah. <laughs> Does our producer know? You you introduced me as your youth panelist. Uh, I was okay. quite honoured, actually.
0: What about you? What,
2: what, when, what, when I was 12, reading
1: yeah. and babysitting. Apple bobbing? Apple bobbing? I don't have time for nonsense uh. like that. Wallace, I was just babysitting <laughs> my younger brothers and sisters. <laughs> um, painted rocks are a big thing in
0: Waihee too. It's fantastic. And we have them in Kapiti, Uh And, yeah, look, a big response to, uh, we're, we're, to today. We're putting together a scrapbook of our, our loved pets who've passed us by. Um, kia ora, panel. Our family's 87 kilogram brown Newfoundland named Chewbacca, Chewy for short. She had terribly selective hearing and was rather guided by her stomach. Lived at the grand old age of 11 and left a huge hole in our lives when she passed. Um, Kat says Leroy, our old greyhound, passed away on Matariki of a stroke. Our wonderfully compassionate vet and vet nurse came to our house to ease his suffering, a peaceful end for such a sensitive and loving dog and friend. So compiling a panel scrapbook today of our beloved pets who passed us by. 2101 is that number to text. All right, it is time for I've been thinking. Alexia Russell, what's your IBT this afternoon for us?
1: Well, just as we come off a long weekend, I was just reflecting that I went to two um, particularly great events in the weekend. The one was last night's netball game um, where the Silver Ferns beat the Diamonds. And, oh, my gosh, you should have heard the roof being raised you were, you were from there, full yeah. stadium. Yeah I, yeah, I had an amazing view. It was just the most incredible game. It was so wonderful. Uh, and the other one was on Sunday. Uh, we, the family went to Armageddon, the big um, you know, sci-fi expo, sort of like Comic-Con thing. Uh, in Auckland that... Um, Who are
0: you a fan of? Truebacca? Y- y- <laughs> it's not me that was the fan. Oh. It was the,
1: the husband going to the Star Trek things that were the, the big fan. But we like to go and watch the... like. I'll sit on the steps and look at all the costume wearers go by. But it struck me about both those events. You know, if you can get yourself off the couch and go to things, the joy level is huge. I mean, obviously the, the joy level at the netball was just over the top when we won. I mean, it was such an exciting game. But... Armageddon is full of people who are in their happy place you know it's full of cosplayers and, and that nobody's judging anybody for the costumes they're wearing and um, they're all very polite and smiley and there's none of that kind of big event kind of hassle thing you get trying to get through crowds and everyone's if you bump into someone it's oh I'm sorry and big smiles and everything like that people go around taking photos of each other And I can understand the fantastic. netball I,
0: can, I cannot understand Armageddon I well, cannot understand why you'd waste your weekend or waste your afternoon getting dressed up as something and going to because something like it's this. your
1: world Wallace and because, you know, and this appeals to a lot of people um, you know, who are disabled, who have been sick or bedridden a lot or who um, spend a lot of time online and that is their whole world um, who get involved in things like anime and stuff like that and there's a lot of people whose world centres around this sort of thing and it you know, there a lot of them. There's a lot of mental health issues going on too. But people who prefer just not to go out and and deal with the real world. You know, it's an escape. And it was just, I thought it was just lovely to see and to feel the sort of happiness coming from that event. That people were buzzing about being in a place where they could. See all this cool stuff. There's a lot of great artwork there, and there was a lot of nice. um, imagination. Yeah, and yeah no, absolutely no judgment. Got on you,
0: Alexia Russell there. All right, uh, Andy Macombs. I've been thinking.
2: Thank Alexia. That was really sweet. Um, firstly, I want to say thank you for having me back, um, and to everyone who Pleasure, tuned Andy. just for me, thank you. I love you, and to my mum, happy birthday for last week. Um, Now, I've been thinking about our incredible public service. Um, I recently joined the public service after years in the private sector and healthcare roles. Um, And the main takeaway I've noticed is that when profit isn't the main driver of success, the outcomes and collective purpose are so much richer. Um, I know that the public service catches a lot of flack, especially over the last few months. Um, But I can hand on heart say that the people I've encountered across the public service are passionate, talented and exactly who we want, turning the cogs of the bureaucracy. Um, don't get me wrong, the vast, the vast majority of people that I've worked with in the private sector are incredible too, but um, when people and well-being are prioritised over profit at the top level, the work still gets done and the people are valued so much more.
0: Good on you. Nice. Uh, Andy, got for that. or right, Andy McCombs there uh, and Alexia Ross. Our beautiful Sawyer rescue cat who was one hit by a car, Christmas Eve. Took us three weeks to find him. He used to come for walks with us and stretch out long and with his fluffy belly out. So sadly missed by us and bonded his bonded cat brother Otis. We're compiling a scrapbook a panel scrapbook of your beloved pets who passed. Text me about it 210 and you can email the panel at rnz.co.nz